Welcome to Small Biz Matters with Alexi Boyd. Whether you're listening live on the Community Radio Network or via podcast, here's the show where you learn from experts, be inspired by journeys, and discover more about making your small business a success. I'm Alexi Boyd, broadcaster, advocate, and small business owner. Let's meet today's guest. Well, welcome everyone to Small Biz Matters here in the studios of Triple H 100.1 FM. I am excited to be bringing with us today a... I guess a, a head of government or a head of bureaucracy, but we don't like to use the B word in here in Triple H because it's very important that small businesses work locally and work intensely with their local government agencies. And I thought it would be an interesting conversation to bring along the general manager of Hornsby Shire Council, Stephen Head. He's going to be talking with us today about what it's like to work in council and work with small business and how small business can interact better with their local councils. So let's face it, when you live locally, you work locally and you run a business locally, community is what it's all about. And your local government is your first port of call when it comes to many aspects of running a business. They deal with your waste, they deal with your um, environment that in which you're working, they deal with the outside space of your business as well as internally sometimes. And sometimes you might even be renting a space from that council as well. So they're integral to the way that you run a business. But the problem is many businesses don't actually interact with their council. They don't know how they work. They don't know how to call them if they have a problem. And they certainly don't know where to turn when they need help. And that's what today is all about, helping us to understand how the inner workings of generally how councils work. Uh, Stephen, welcome very much to the program. Uh, thank you, Lexi. It's great to be here. Now, it's good to have you on the show because you're, you've obviously been with Hornsby Council for a while, but interestingly, you've worked with other councils as well. Um, and you've got that expertise with understanding the whole workings of that, that big beast. And, you know, a council's so important to a local community, as is a small business. So it's almost like the big working with the small. Um, just in general, tell us what is uh, the normal port of call, if you were talking to a, a local council, which is an economic development officer? What, what typically does that person do in council? Well, it really varies, Alexi. So, so many councils take very different approaches to, to economic development. So, But often you'll have a specific economic development officer. Some councils will even have a team of officers and look, they'll do everything from help run local events. They might facilitate training programs for local businesses. They might help local businesses with this, how they can get a better result, maybe managing their own waste streams. That's something that we actually do here at Hornsby. They might work with, uh, with you around around uh, the environment and sort of uh, energy reduction programs. We've got a program here at Hornsby that's called BEAP, which is about how we help businesses to reduce their electricity usage. That's often one of the biggest costs a business might have apart from its staff. We might facilitate um, better approaches to planning and how uh, we can um, you know, minimise regulation for you so that you can do your business better and quicker. It really varies. As I said, each, each council does everything from the grassroots work about working with individual businesses all the way through to, to long-term policy and strategy work. I think a lot of times when businesses come to their council for help, um, they might feel like they're not sure where to go, particularly because, you know, they can't ask business, they can't ask their local council about tax, for instance. They can't ask their local ta- council about state government issues or anything to do with Service New South Wales. Do you find yourselves in council when you get those queries sometimes just more often than not saying, oh, you've got to ring this government agency, you've got to ring this government agency? Are you almost like a 
a phone desk for everyone else as well. <laughs> Look, we try and provide that service. I mean, wherever you can help a customer, you should. And our, cus- our customers are often local businesses. Um, we don't always get it right or either. You know, we're, we can be confusing to ourselves at times. So I can appreciate just how hard it is for a local business that's just sometimes busy just trying to keep their doors open and as to how you find it. But just jump on our websites, have, mm. have a look, go to our customer service counters. If all else fails, don't forget you've got elected representatives in every county and you should go and talk to them as well, particularly if you've got an issue that you just don't think that you can get resolved by talking to council itself. Approach your, your local elected councillor. They're, they're usually very helpful. Mm. And that's a good point, actually, because help us to understand what the difference is between the two because more than state and federal government politicians, um, they're almost more accessible, our local councillors, and they live in the local community as well, and that's what they're all about. So what's the difference between going directly to council and asking a question or asking them? Why why would you discern between the two? Well, yeah, absolutely right. I mean, that's one thing I personally love about local government is we are the grassroots. You know, we're, we're the level that really work with our communities. And so for the councillors, of course, are elected and generally that's an election that takes place every four years. And so the, the councillors, they set the policy, they set the directions for, for our organisation. They they approve the funds and they tell us where what areas they want us to prioritise. And so when you've got something that you can't resolve inside the organisation, I think letting your councillor know about that issue is, is a great way. And one of the fantastic things about councillors, because as you say, Alexi, they, they live in the local area. They often know that sometimes it's not just council to talk to and they all have contacts elsewhere that they've just learned over the years that they've been in and around the community. So, look, they are a great resource to go to. But when it's just an operational issue, get in touch with your council. Fight, just, you know, make, you know, get onto the customer service team or jump on the website. There's usually a wealth of information. And if you're a small business... Getting to know your local economic development officer is a, is a great start. One, the more they know about you and your business, the better they're in a position to be able to help. Um, and if they don't, they often do know exactly where you can go because that's usually their expertise. They're usually well attuned into what's happening at a state government level or what the federal government is doing or what are, you know, what, what's happening at the local chamber, for instance. Yeah, and that's another really good point because this is where councils work with local organisations like chambers. So is it is that the key? It's it's there, the, I guess the council is sort of the scaffolding that holds all of these local organisations together. What if you live in an area that doesn't have a chamber of commerce? What do you do? Yeah, look, that's a, that's a good question. I think chambers are, are, are great, you know, and uh, we've seen them ebb and flow over the years. But I think given what's happening now and probably the move back to local centres as opposed to the large CBDs, I think our local chambers are going to be increasingly important. So um, maybe the first action, if you don't have a local chamber, is maybe you should be talking with a bunch of other businesses around your local area and even looking to establish one. And again, that's where you'd actually jump on and talk to the council and say, hey, what should we What should we do? What's our best way to, to engage? With, with local businesses. We've, we've actually we've got a draft economic development strategy and one of the three themes that we're really looking at, we're calling it connectedness. And we're not necessarily talking about digital you know, connectivity here. We're talking about actually just talking, collaboration, relationships. And it's one of the things that we see here as being really important is we need to develop better relationships with our chamber, better relationships with local businesses. We, we, we don't know enough about the local businesses here in Hornsby and we're putting our hand up to that and saying, 
saying that's something that we want to do more of in the future. I'd encourage anyone in any area, go and talk to council. You'd be amazed at just how much we are far more than the, the good old three hours of roads, rates and rubbish. <laughs> we're, we're very complex and sometimes too complex organisations, but look, we're there to help. That's that's the key point. And, and let me just put my hand up as well and say, I've been to a couple of council meetings and they are fascinating. I think it should be like, it should be one of those things you should do as a human in a democratic society is go along to one of your local council meetings and just see it at work. Um, and I, I just find it not so much from a political perspective, but just it's very interesting to see how democracy is in action yep. in your local yep. area and what is actually going to affect you on a day-to-day level. That's what makes um, councils so unique. So you mentioned before with the relationship that, that you're trying to build In your experience of working with other councils and with your relationships with other general managers around Australia, is that something that all local councils are are trying to do at the moment? Is there a move towards building that relationship in a better way? Yeah, look, I think the competition for, for jobs and the competition for economic development is so intense. Most councils have recognised that they need to be in that space. If you're going to attract jobs, and not just any job, but attract quality jobs um, and, and get people to you know live and work you know in your area, then you really need to spend some time and some effort in this space. So, is that one of the KPIs of a local council is to get people working locally? Yeah, look, it, it, it generally is. I mean, if I talk about the Hornsby example for a moment, we've got less than 30% of our people that live here actually work within the LGA. So most of our people have to leave and travel sometimes quite long distances. We'd love to see that figure increase to have a much, much greater percentage of people working locally. Probably COVID has actually helped us, of course, to maybe achieve some of that, at least in the short term. But I think what we'd like to see is really good employment opportunities. And, and we're targeting a couple of industries in particular, but to see to see that those that people can live and that they can work within a within a very, much, much closer distance to work, it's got to be one of the only positives of COVID, hasn't it? How much less time we've all spent commuting. Yeah, and also giving us an, an eye-opener to how it can be done um, and to, to work locally. And of course, that, of course, helps small business immensely um, in a local area. But let's talk about the stumbling blocks that are with trying to improve those numbers and get more people working from home. First, you've got to convince the big boys to allow people to work from home and also enable those big businesses to come into the area. I know, for example, in Hornsby, we've attempted to have universities set up shop here. Um, The biggest um, employer here in Hornsby is and tends to be, you know, a a local government or a government facility, which is, of course, the hospital. Second to that is Hornsby Council itself. Um, What do you do to improve employment numbers when you're working so sporadically is that why you need to build relationships with local small business yeah look i think uh, that that is absolutely it alexi building those relationships with local business, seeing how we can best support the innovation that we'd love to see uh, happen in the, in the local area. As I mentioned, our draft strategy has sort of three key areas, if you, if you like, that we're looking at. We've talked about relationships already. Um, another one we're looking at is, is literally around the smart city concept, and it's really about how we can better enable businesses to, to be innovative. So that is around having the best of digital connectivity. It's about us being known for having that, that sort of innovation 
innovation that exists so that we're attractive to people. It's about our places in themselves being attractive. It's about having the right kind of land uses and you know, attractive public domain and, you know, and in the end, an area that people actually desire and want to come to, be it to work or to live or to play, whatever. So we've got that. The other key thing for us is really about looking at Hornsby as a destination. As, as you well know, um, we've got some of the most beautiful bushland areas that exist in Sydney. The Great North Walk, which is a, a very famous walk, you know, traverses right through the centre of our LGA. Uh, we've got the Hawkesbury. We've got rural areas that I think are as equally as beautiful, beautiful as anything you might see on the southern tablelands. So destination management is one of the other areas that we really want to look at in, uh, in, in these coming years. And hence why we have an economic development and a tourism strategy yeah. that are sort of together. Though speaking of those strategies, is that one way that um, if you're somebody who's orientated towards making your local environment better and making lo- better for local business, you could start by looking at one of those strategies that are out there for consultation and maybe give your opinion on it. How do you get that ball rolling to build that relationship with yeah, council? Yeah, look, look that's, such a, that's such a good question. And uh, if we had the perfect answer to that, I think we'd all be in, in a great place. Um, but I think for people just taking the opportunity to know that these sorts of strategies are out there and that we're really looking for for good stakeholder input into them. We, we don't have all the answers. We see ourselves as helping to facilitate and enable economic development. We we don't propose that we're, we're the experts in that. So it'd be great to see our local community, our local businesses really look at these strategies and tell us what it is that we need to do. One of the highest priority actions that we've got and and a lot of a lot of what we're targeting is that smaller to medium sort of type business. One of the first things we've said that we really want to do is go out and survey those businesses to better understand what the needs of council actually are. We don't we don't actually think we understand that fully at this point of time. So that's one of the highest priority things that we want to do is get a better understanding and use that as a means to start to develop some ongoing relationships where we're constantly getting that feedback and we can constantly be talking about what council can and is doing, but at the same time, shape what it is that you think that we should be doing and let our council know just how much of a priority it is and what you need from us to be able to succeed. So you need to have those lines of communication open. And if there's a business out there that doesn't necessarily believe those lines exist the first port of call is to call council and say who do I talk to if I want to talk about my local area and how I can run my business better locally absolutely and we'll and depending on what your interest is that's when we'll we'll work out who's the best person but you know we've, we've got a, a small amount of resource that we've got targeted our economic development area um, if that person can't help you we'll certainly make sure we get into the right area of council that can and it's something that we talk a lot about on Small Biz Matters here. Uh, if you've just joined us, you're listening to Stephen Head, who is the General Manager for Hornsby Shire Council. He's speaking not just about our own area, but in general, how you as a business can chat to local uh, to lo- local council and find out what it is they're doing and implement that in your business planning into the future. Because if you want to be a local business and you want to be successful, you need to have that relationship with council. Well, we talk a lot about advocacy here on Small Biz Matters, and we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to speak with you, Stephen, about um, why it's important to have those local uh, small business leaders um, in the community and how maybe small business leaders can recognise themselves as that and the steps that they can take to chat more to council. You're listening to Triple H 100.1 FM. We'll be back after this. This episode of Small Biz Matters is proudly sponsored by the Australian Small Business and Family Enterprise Ombudsman's Office. 
Led by Kate Carnell since its establishment only four years ago, Aspifio has provided education, advocacy and support, including free assistance if a small business is involved in a dispute. The office also provides assistance for disputes that fall under the franchising, dairy, horticultural and oil industry codes. Kate Carnell, as an independent advocate for small business owners, has the legislative power to influence our nation's lawmakers, ensuring legislation and regulations are put in place to help small businesses grow and in these times, survive. Small businesses are the engine room of the economy and it's Aspifio's role to do all they can to ensure they have the freedom to innovate, employ and thrive well into the future. Welcome back to Small Biz Matters here on Triple H 100.1 FM. We are speaking with the General Manager of Hornsby Shire Council, Stephen Head, who is not only experienced in this local area, but broadly all over the place in being those management roles uh, throughout councils. He's speaking to us about how councils are best positioned to interact with small business. And just before the break, we were speaking about how to engage with your local council to make things better for you and your local business community. Now, speaking of being a local business leader, I mean, I guess we push for that a lot here on Small Biz Matters and say, if you're an advisor or if you find yourself in a position where you're well connected locally, you are essentially a a small business leader and you should be talking to government at all levels to make them understand what the needs are. So what would you say to someone who was thinking about being a bit of a leader locally um, and what they can do to get everything sort of started and off the ground? I think there's so many opportunities. Alexia, I've seen you do some great networking events, you know, for for our local business. And I think getting along to those and actually representing the interests of the people around you. I mean, if you you know what the business down the road is doing – Understanding that from a business person's perspective and being able to relay that back to us in government, be it a local state member of parliament, be our local councillors, or be it the, the officers that are within council. I think you've got, you know, we've got enormous resource out there. And I think that, you know, the opportunity to see people give us the benefit of those skills that they've got is something that we're really, you know, we're really, we're crazy if we're not taking advantage of it. So I'd say speak up and, and let us know. And, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes we don't like what we hear, but I guarantee you um, the good people in government go away and they reflect and then they and then they learn and they respond. And that's that's how we make things better. I genuinely believe that. So speak up is my short answer. Mm, yeah, let them know. Find yeah. out which department it is that you need to have a word to yeah. and get the ball rolling yeah. there and then when yeah. you're in that department maybe you're talking yeah. to someone in waste yeah. say to them listen I've also got some issues with yeah. this and this yeah. and this yeah. who do I talk to yeah. and then funnily enough they're connected yeah. within council and they'll be able to help you because that's the yeah. problem with councils isn't it they they can they can become a little bit insular and a little bit bureaucratic um, only because that's what they do yeah. and they don't have that perspective of what it's like to run a business yeah. It's, look, it's a, it's a really interesting point. And if you think of, you know, I like to sometimes, like I have originally have a small business background going back many decades now, but I, I think I understand a little bit of the, the struggle that is the day-to-day existence. And I often look at council as a, as a series of small businesses, if you like. And, you know, if you look at us in some ways, you say we're like up to 50, 60 discrete businesses trying to get all of us to work as one and work together and be on the same page and everything is, is quite a challenge, I can tell you, on some days. And, and it takes a lot of 
about time to be able to you know, to get on top of that. So yes, you sometimes will find that there are you know, there are going to be differences and sometimes even contradictions. And that one area, one of our businesses, if you like, almost works in contradiction to another business. But look, we, we resolve those things. We find out, and again, that's how we, we we get stronger. That's how we get better and improve. You know, we we find out where those conflicts are. We gradually work at how we can how we can better resolve them for the community. Um, but look, there's a, a pretty good intent you'll find across most councils to actually to help communities. I mean, that's the motivation often for working in local government. You love working at the coalface. You love making life better for people. Um, and you know, that's that's why we're here. If not, we'd be we'd be out trying to do something else, no doubt. Yeah, it's funny that you should describe it as a sort of a conglomeration of small businesses all working together. And that gives me hope. Um, <laughs> so let's talk Think of about it like a chamber on steroids yeah. in a way. <laughs> Oh my God, it's the community values on steroids. It's crazy. So let's talk about um, one of the things that is quite important to local uh, local councils, which is building stuff and and creating spaces which are valuable to small business. Now, for myself, as working in the local small business community, I am always pushing for um, networking, collaboration spaces, meeting spaces where we can get together. And I must say that is something that Hornsby Shire Council has been a Calling at for the last 10 years or so. There is nowhere apart from the library where we're surrounded by HSC students where we can actually have meetings or, or get work done or collaborate. Do you think that's an important part of growing this notion of local business and people remaining locally um, to run businesses and to employ? Yeah, look, I, I absolutely do. Um, and, and I would add, of course, that we've just opened up our new Story Park community for, facility, and which is, a, which is a great meeting space. But I think more broadly, yeah, council has a real role in infrastructure provision and in creating great places. I think that's, that's fundamentally, that's one of the, the big bits of business, if you like, that we really do. Um, here in Hornsby, we're looking at a complete master planning process for the Hornsby Town Centre. And one of the things that we're coming to terms with is we, we want to increase the amount of employment that exists in and around the, the centre. Well, how do we do that? And so we are looking at things like much improved community facilities, substantially increased so that we can provide better community spaces for, for our community. Um, Councillors have been very, very keen to sort of talk about what they believe the community and that includes the business community, what they need. And they're very, very keen to see that we that we deal with that effectively in any rejuvenation of our town centre, which we see as being a really, really important piece, uh, sorry, a really important piece of work. Beyond that, it's also about creating spaces that are attractive and desirable that people want to go to and want to use. Um, we've also seen quite a bit of discussion around some of these co-located workspaces. And I really wonder with COVID, if not centres like Hornsby and other small, if you think of Hornsby, for those that, that don't know, we're, a, we're a, I suppose, at a sub-regional scale. We're not a, not a major facility, but we're not small either. And centres like Hornsby are probably going to be very desirable locations in the future. Um, there'd be a lot less people wanting to commute all the way, even once we're beyond COVID. People maybe not wanting to commute that hour, hour and a half, two hours all the way into the CBD every single day of their life. I think that that gives me great optimism that we can can rejuvenate places like Hornsby, make it really desirable as a as an office location, as a temporary office location, or as that place where people can just come together. So I think that's a really important role for councils, and certainly we're increasingly seeing that as something we need to be doing more of here in Hornsby. What about the role of councils in the manufacturing sector? We're hearing a lot about that in you know, especially in federal politics, about the importance of bringing manufacturing back to Australia and manufacturing jobs. 
Do you think it's the role of councils to also be part of that conversation? I think it's absolutely um, part of our role to be to be involved in that conversation. Um, we're not the only. I think this is this is a real role for also for national government and at state level and for business as well. One of our key areas is in land use planning, of course, and enabling that we have enough land that's available and that the regulations that sit behind that are actually helping to facilitate business, not obstruct it in a lot of ways. And so you have to have all of the right environmental controls in place. But I think that's that's an area that our recently, uh, our council undertook an employment land study. In fact, it's just out on exhibition at the moment. And, and it tells us very clearly that we shouldn't be looking at any reduction of our employment lands and that we should even be looking for increases in them across our, our shire. So we recognise the importance of that industrial, that commercial land. It's a, it's a key part. It's, it is, if you look at it in, in added up, we have significant chunks of the employment that's provided in Hornsby occur within those areas. Um, and at a grassroots level, if I can just touch on it, where COVID has really forced us in a really positive way to look to be more local where we can. And I'd love to just share one story of a, of a local business that, we, that we've worked with. Um, they were starting to really struggle with competition from China. They do a lot of shop fit outs, uh, a lot of sort of fabricating of not metal products, but other products. Um, we were looking to reopen our customer service centres and some of our customer facing areas. We wanted to put screens in place for our, for our staff so that you know, they and our customers could be protected. Um, we were able to source this local company who were really struggling. We were able to engage them quickly. They were agile. They had great service. They, they came to the fore, a wonderful organisation. Um, and we've now developed an ongoing relationship with that company. So it, look, that's that's just one grassroots story, I think, of how you know, we need to work and support those areas. If we want to have our own manufacturing sector, then we've, ultimately, you've got to use them. We can't just talk about it. You've actually got to do something about well, it's it. It's interesting that you bring up procurement because that is one of the things that Kate Carnell's office at the Australian Small Business and Family Enterprise Ombudsman is trying to push for. In your experience working with local government for all these years, is that something that has to drastically improve? Do they have to put their money where their mouth is? I, I look, I think we do. I mean, we've um, when when you're sitting there with restricted budgets and you're being pushed to deliver services, you often end up just looking at what's the what's the best value. But I think part of the best value these days is also understanding how you support your own area. I, I really, I quite genuinely believe that that that's an area that we need to try and do more work in. We've still got to comply with all the various acts and the things that mean it's all it's all above board. Yeah. But I think but supporting local business. I mean, if we're not so, if you're not here to support local business, what are you actually here to support? Well, but that's what I wanted to ask you. What's stopping councils all over Australia from doing it? Is it this ridiculous procurement process that you have to get to step 69 before you can actually engage with someone locally because they have to have met all this criteria? Are there too, is it too, ironically, is there too much compliance that you have to adhere to to make that makes it hard to engage locally? Look, that is one of the things. For us, it's the Local Government Act here in New South Wales right. and, it, and it puts some quite specific things in front of us in terms of having to ensure that uh, we, we get best value when we're uh, Because you're when up we're for scrutiny yeah. all the time. And, and exactly. And, and we should be transparent. We should be absolutely transparent. Increasingly, my view is that best value is also, you know, it's best value for our 
our community. Um, my 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 own position. It's not necessarily one that's in the act, but my own position here is that best value is often going to be demonstrated by supporting your local community as much as you can. Now, it still needs to be subject to scrutiny. It still needs to show value for money. But I think in the end, sometimes you've just got to go that little bit further and look for where those those opportunities arise. That example I was giving you around the local the local business, uh, you know, I think in the end we got great value for money for our community and we supported the local community at the same time. Can I ask you in that LGA, that Local Government Act, does it require you at any stage in terms of your compliances to have a certain proportion of um, purchase opportunities that are actually local does it is there a requirement no there's no no requirement to to be local we can have a policy around local which our council does have but so, but it's after all other things are equal and exactly so, the yeah. scrutiny the value for yeah. money the ensuring yeah. that you're spending yeah. public dollars and, and i don't think it's step 69 i think it might be step 74 or 75 <laughs> yeah well that's interesting yeah. something we might hear at yeah. small biz matters push to state government to find out why is it that there's no requirement to have a certain proportion of local businesses as part of the uh, of the procurement process. Interesting. Well, look, um, Stephen, we've come up right to the end of our program. I'd like to thank you so much for coming on the show, not only to give us an, some insight into how here in Hornsby Shire Council you work with local businesses, but how local businesses all over Australia can work better with their own councils. Thank you so much. Now, how can people find out more about the work that Hornsby Shire Council does with local business and beyond? Well, jump onto our website. Um, follow our Facebook page, please. Um, contact us here at Council. Look, we'd, seriously, we'd love to hear, particularly if you're a local business, jump on, talk to us, give us your thoughts, give us your feedback on the strategies that we've got out at the moment. If I can just give a short plug, Future Hornsby has about 17 different strategies that we think are really important for the future of our community. We'd love to hear from, from business owners about those. So thank you very much for having me on the show today, Alexi. It's been a great chat. And don't forget about your local Chamber of Commerce. Of course, here we have the Hornsby Chamber of Commerce that celebrated its 100th year last year. So You'll find that those community organisations have been part of your community for a lot longer than you think. Check them out, find out what's going on and get involved. You've been listening to Small Biz Matters here on Triple H 100.1 FM. We'll be back next week with another great guest. Thanks for listening. This week's episode was proudly broadcast from Triple H Studios in Sydney, Australia and sponsored by the Office of the Australian Small Business and Family Enterprise Ombudsman. If you've enjoyed listening, go ahead and give us some thank you stars on your podcasting platform. It would be much appreciated. Then head to the Small Biz Matters website where you can listen to over 170 episodes, read more about our speakers and find out how to become a media partner. See you all next time. 